for us, like we, we know that the product works when we've actually established a ritual for somebody. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest Ecommerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. Today, I'm welcoming to the show Zach Schreier. Zach is the CEO of Lifestacks, a premium health company creating delicious daily rituals infused with potent supplements to boost performance and fortify long-term health. Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chase. Glad to be here. Awesome. All right. Well, quickly, Zach, let our listeners know what exactly are the products that you're selling at Lifestacks? Yeah, sure thing. So as you mentioned uh, a second ago, um, our focus is bringing really amazing high-impact ingredients into your day in a delightful format. Um, so basically something that's delicious and enjoyable, and it's going to boost your performance and health. And we currently have a single product in the market in that vein, which is a coffee creamer. And so you know, our thinking was that basically coffee is the occasion of choice for energy for Americans. Actually, something like 70% of Americans drink coffee each day. And so we thought that would be a great opportunity to lo- deliver additional uh, healthful and impactful ingredients. Um, so we've got a coffee creamer with ingredients like tyrosine, taurine, rhodiola, um, uh, huperzine, ginseng, really a, a great list of stuff. And it's actually MCT based. So MCT is a vegan and keto fat. Uh, so instead of uh, dairy or sugar, you know, right in your morning coffee, we've got a healthy fat to help you kickstart your day. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, where did the idea for this product come from? Yeah, I guess um, to sort of uh, sneak up on uh, where we're at right now, I'll, I'll go back to my sort of uh, origin story, or at least pertaining to health and, and business. So, um, in sixth grade, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and basically, that kind of made, makes you like the steward of your own health in a way that's uh, pretty intense and um, ongoing. Like, there's no days off from from type one. And uh, that, that got me interested in all things health and performance, uh, particularly because I, I saw that every little thing I did would impact my sugar in one way or another. So whether that's just you know meal, meal timing, uh, meal quality, meal quantity, um, exercise, you know, at different intensities, uh, you know, sleep, sickness, everything. Um, and so that, that sort of kickstarted my interest in, in food um, and in fitness. And I actually founded the company before this one called Quavos. We made chips from egg whites. Uh, the idea was, um, you know, for somebody like me or somebody watching their carbs in general, a low carb, delicious, crunchy snack uh, would be a great option. So we developed that company. Uh, we were on Shark Tank for that in 2020. Um, and, uh, and, uh, basically at the same time that I started Quavos, uh, I got really interested in supplementation. And, um, you know, the, the logic is essentially that supplements are just the most potent, uh, sort of like dense, uh, nutrition. And if you can figure out the right combination of supplements for your body to, to boost performance and fortify long-term health, that could be a huge lift. Um, and so I started looking into combinations, uh, started looking at, at like, you know, the basic capsule format, realized that, that was pretty boring. And so I wanted to figure out a way to get uh, these sorts of high-impact ingredients into our days in a more delightful, enjoyable way. Uh, so that came started Lifestacks. Um, we had a, a beta version on the market in 2021, um, updated that, raised some money, um, you know, developed the brand, and now we're relaunching, um, or we have relaunched 
a new improved and delicious version uh, just this March. Oh, that's fantastic. Obviously, I'm not going to let you skate over the Shark Tank experience. Talk about uh, a bit more about the successes with Quavos uh, and the Shark Tank uh, situation. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I launched Quavos with my best friend um, in 2018. And that was really good timing for a product like ours because uh, if you sort of recall, that was when keto was really taking off. Um, and you know the I did keto in 2018. Oh yeah, there you go. Exactly. And I'm sure you remember that the uh, like the the buzz around keto was massive. And um, you know, I'm sure uh, you, your audience has heard a lot about this sort of evolution of marketing channels and things like that. Um, what you know, 2018 was when Instagram was still a channel where you could like share your product and get like. Uh, uh, drive a lot of awareness and traction pretty cheaply. Um, and so that was a, yeah, it was really good time all around. Um, we grew the company to a pretty solid size over those two years. Um, we did all the manufacturing in house. So we had to like set up a facility. We had to create the product from the ground up. There's a reason there was no egg white chips before. Like it's a pretty hard thing to actually create. And so there's a lot of troubleshooting and a lot of iteration, but we finally got a product that was great. Um, we sold that on Shopify and Amazon, and then we got into a bunch of retail stores also. And actually, Shark Tank reached out to us, so um, they have like a, a, t- a t- internal team that just looks at all sorts of opportunities on the market, and then they'll reach out and invite you to apply. So we went through the whole application process, and um, then in twenty, I guess we filmed it in twenty twenty and aired in twenty twenty one, and uh, it was actually an amazing experience. We were quarantining for eight days actually in advance of the show. So, you know, it was just me and Nick in a 700 square foot room, kind of just, you know, watching episodes of Shark Tank and grilling each other on Q&A. And um, then, you know, by the time we uh, made it into the tank, like we were, we were in that mode, like really solidly. And, you know, I think we, we, um, we, we had really gone over all the different things that the sharks were liable to ask because we had seen so much of the, of the show. Um, so we, we knew kind of what was going to come at us. And we did a pretty good job rehearsing, you know, like the, the various sort of uh, things we wanted to get across. Um, and our, the producers that were communicating with us were also very helpful, like directing us, telling us what sorts of, um, you know, things that the sharks would ask and how to kind of control the room a little bit. So you don't just get like, you know, uh, you know, just have that sort of storm that sometimes happens to people where they're like blown all over the place and they have trouble staying on their feet. Um, so it went well. And we, we made a deal with Daniel Lemetsky from Kind Bar. Uh, he was actually the shark we, we were hoping to make a deal with because he's got experience in exactly this space. Um, and uh, I guess I'll, I'll sort of jump to the end and say that we had a, a couple of good years of, of working on the business with Daniel and growing it. And then we just sold this January um, to a private buyer. Well, congratulations on that success and a, and a, and a fantastic exit. And, and honestly, you know, one of the probably the maze, most amazing networking experiences of your life uh, uh, doing that. Um, can we talk? I always like to ask, you know, d- what, what was the Shark Tank bump? What happened, you know, when the episode went live? Yeah, sure. I, I think we can talk about this openly. And it, um, if not, then apologies to whatever NDI I'm, I'm violating here. But um, yeah, basically, we, we talked to a lot of founders. And I, I should say Nick, because Nick, Nick's a better networker than, than I am. And he, he did a lot of outreach to uh, other people that had been on Shark Tank just to get a sense of what kind of level of boost to expect. And the prediction was that we would see a lift of uh, half a million dollars within that month post airing. And that's exactly what happened. So in the first like 24 hours, it was like 300K. And then in the next like five days, it was another 100K. And then over the next three weeks, it was another 100K. Um, and then we, you know, we kind of got back to um, like the pre-Shark Tank levels plus like 50%. So we saw a sustained lift. Um, it wasn't like tremendous, um, but it was something. 
And, you know, that, that like blitz of selling a lot of product really helped too. Like that, you know, that made, that made 2021 quite a good year of sales for us. Um, can I ask, knowing that this is going to air and this lift, this intense uh, amount of sales is going to happen, what were you doing on the operations side to prepare for this to not, you know, fall flat and not be able to fulfill the demand? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um. So, well, we we produced a shit ton of products. Basically, is what we did. So, um, like in the in the three months leading up to the show, we we just stockpiled inventory. So we hired um we hired more employees. We ran more shifts. Um, and we we got more storage space and just like you know created uh, just about half a million bucks of of surplus inventory. Um, and of course, you know we it could have been that could there could have been a lot of waste there had it not quite been that level of um, lift. Um, it, also, we could have sold out and then missed some opportunity, but it worked out really nicely that that was the amount we sold. Is there anything uh, sort of like interesting to you, like maybe something no one would think of that you like learned from that whole experience? Yeah, um, I guess there there were a few things. Uh, it's not that fresh in my mind anymore. Uh, I, probably, I should have probably taken more notes and you know consolidated some more memories about it. But um, I, you know, I think one thing that was interesting is it kind of obscured the actual f- fundamentals of the business. So, you know, we, we had this tremendous uh, lift in sales, but, you know, it, that, did, that doesn't necessarily say anything about what's going to happen in the future. Um, it probably made for a better story than it actually did, uh, like a, ch- a change, a fundamental change to the business. Um, but that said, I, I'm still very thrilled we did it, you know, both for the awareness and um, because Daniel was a, a great mentor to us for those couple of years. Yeah, it's it's almost uh I always talk about this concept and I kind of wrote it about it in in like my book I read this a little bit ago. Well, it, it, this idea of like you can't really plan for these like act of god moments, right? Like Kanye West wearing your t-shirt or being featured on Shark Tank. That can't be your business plan. And so that won't fix a fundamentally broken product or business. Um and so it's uh refreshing and the honesty of you saying like it kind of like maybe we took our eye off the ball a bit with this detour obviously it was a fun detour but uh i've heard from other founders that turned down shark tank because it wasn't the it's a lot of work oh yeah definitely a lot of work um and i I should say i I actually uh you know i I worked on the business full-time um from really its inception to uh like the middle of 2019 so that was about a year and a half of like our first period of business, but I was, I actually took time off of uh, college to, to do this. Um, and I actually ended up going back to school during, during, uh, you know, fr- from 20, mid 2019 through the exit, which was this January in 2023. And so my position became more like, you know, strategist and, and board member alongside Nick, uh, who was running it full time. And so, you know, I, it was a lot of work and it was especially a lot of work for Nick. And I sort of like, I was in the privileged position of just getting to hear about everything that was happening and 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 contribute, you know, um, my input. But it, it I, you know, mostly the legwork was not mine to do. Um, so for me, I think it was a it was a great experience, and for Nick, I think it was a great experience and also a lot of work. Um, so you're totally right about that. Absolutely. Now let's let's shift focus back to the current business life stacks. Obviously, you knew the exit was on the horizon, and is that when you started to dive back into this concept and build kind of your next business? Yeah, um, actually, it was before that. So, um, in twenty uh, the summer of twenty eighteen was when I really started diving into supplementation, and there were, there were seeds of that in in my sort of health and consumption history before we launched LifeStacks. 
um, like, you know, dabbling with, with various nutraceuticals beforehand and even more, slightly more illicit stuff like modafinil, for example, is something I had tried before that for, for getting, you know, work done and running good papers and that sort of thing. Uh, even, you know, microdosing and whatnot. Uh, these are not recommendations, by the way. This is just my history. Um, <laughs> gotta say that. And, uh, so yeah, actually we, we were pursuing it starting in 2018, kind of starting to do all the research, um, look at what was effective and sort of clinically validated on the market, look at all the products out there, uh, the different combinations of ingredients, just really get the light of land. And shortly after that, we formulated a capsule product. So it was like, you know, I think we had 11 really excellent ingredients that like I believed in for my own health and, and performance, but really we want, we kind of wanted like daily performance as a side effect of actually improved health. So, you know, we don't, we don't want to like override homeostasis and like get you to work harder than you actually can sustain. We want to lift your capacity and allow you to sustain a higher level of output. So that was that first product. It was really well received. Um, you know, people that tried it, loved it and, and bought again. Uh, but the marketing around it was difficult because it wasn't so differentiated. You know, it's like who needs another capsule? Um, and so then, um, uh, we learned pretty quickly so t- towards the end of 2019. So maybe six months after we launched the, the, this capsule product, we had realized that issue about the format and just the, we, we wanted to have something that sold itself a little more, something that was just so like, aha to people when they heard about it. Um, and so we pretty quickly thought of the coffee creamer idea. And we, um, during 2020, like, um, the onset of COVID and right before actually we were working on prototyping the product, we launched a beta version of that in 2021. Um, and then kind of, uh, I graduated in, in June of 21 and then we went all in. Uh, so for now two years, we've been working full time on, on live stacks. Um, and I, I think I mentioned earlier already that sort of included a whole branding phase, um, some investments, uh, and a lot of R and D, a lot of work on production, kind of all the fundamentals and, We've just sort of launched the business um, with this new product in full uh, this year. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a few moments to talk about a partnership we've had at the agency for years. Electric Eye and Recharge have been partners for longer than I can remember. Recharge is our go-to solution for clients when it comes to subscriptions. At Electric Eye, we know the ins and outs of Recharge. For example, we've set up replenishment subscriptions for consumables, created countless subscribe and save campaigns, and most recently, we got a client into a Recharge beta program to utilize Recharge's dynamic bundling solution for subscriptions. We've partnered with Recharge to solve subscription, loyalty, and membership for a div- diverse range of clients spanning industries like food and beverage, automotive, supplements, CPG, and beauty. Not only is Recharge an incredible partner, they've been paving the way for subscription solutions longer than anyone else in the game. The product is unmatched, giving them a massive advantage against the competition. Clients often come to us because they've struggled to find agencies that truly understand how to harness the power of Recharge. We're not just familiar, we're bona fide Recharge experts. It's one of our specialties. It's a pain point we're happy to solve. As a top-tier Recharge expert, we have unparalleled access to support and resources that ensure we'll have a successful outcome. We stay appraised of all their new feature releases and compatibilities, bundling, memberships, flows, you name it, we know it. So. If subscriptions, memberships, or loyalty are on your to-do list and you're ready to have it done, just let us know. Visit electriceye.io slash recharge today to learn more about how we can tailor Recharge's robust product to your specific needs. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E dot I-O slash R-E-C-H-A-R-G-E. 
Let the experts at Electric Eye get it done the right way the first time. Join the ranks of our satisfied clients who partnered with us and recharged to harness recurring revenue within their business. If you don't know what that sound is, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. That is the sound of another sale on your Shopify store. That's right, folks. We finally made it. Shopify is a sponsor of today's episode of Honest Ecommerce. And I'm here today to talk about Shopify's point of sale solution. Shopify point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. This has been a huge issue for clients of our agency in the past. You need your inventory to be synced in real time and Shopify POS does just that. Connect with customers in store and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. You can get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success at every step along the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash honest. All lowercase, go to shopify.com slash honest, H-O-N-E-S-T, to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash honest. All right. I want you to picture this. You're an e-commerce merchant juggling multiple platforms to manage your email marketing, SMS campaigns, and product reviews. It's a time-consuming and costly ordeal. But with Sendlane, those days of chaos are long gone. Sendlane brings together the power of email, SMS, and reviews all in one convenient place. So you can say goodbye to the hassle of separate tools and hello to simplified operations, increased efficiency, unified customer experience, and huge savings. And I haven't even gotten to the best part. With the all-new free Sendlane reviews, you can leverage social proof to build trust and credibility with potential customers. Let me say that again. Free product reviews. With Sendlane, you pay for email and SMS and you get reviews for free. Sendlane understands that customer feedback is essential for the success of any e-commerce business. That's why they've made an integral part of their platform without any additional cost to you. By unifying these key components of your tech stack, Sendlane helps you save time and money all while generating more revenue. Don't let your e-commerce tech stack hold you back. Embrace the unifying force of Sendlane and take your business to new heights. Sign up today and experience the power of streamlined operations, increased efficiency, and revenue growth. Visit Sendlane.com slash honest to learn more and schedule your free consultation with a Sendlane expert. That's Sendlane.com slash honest. Absolutely. Can we go back to you launched the product as a pill format? Uh, How did you get that out there into the market? What was your strategy to validate the idea? How did you get that response that made you pivot? Yeah, uh, for sure. I guess I'm going to say one more thing about sort of the trajectory of Lifestacks, uh, maybe as compared to Quavos or other businesses. Uh, this was this was a very much a project. Uh, you know, we had an LLC and we had insurance because we were distributing, uh, you know, consumables. Um, but we sort of like, we didn't invest a ton 
in, in terms of capital. It was more like time and passion and uh, research, like sort of driving our continued engagement with Lifestacks. And I think, you know, I think there's, um, there's a model that we pursue with Quavos where you kind of like do everything as quickly as possible and like, you know, break things and learn and scale. Um, and I think that was the right thing for Quavos. I think we needed to get out there and the timing was right. I think it's the right thing for a lot of businesses. But as I was doing, you know, that as I was in school, um, Lifestacks, I think, belonged, uh, like in this project phase for longer. So we can let things kind of, um, okay, like sort of naturally, like, um, uh, like brew and cultivate and simmer. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we launched, we launched the capsule product. Um, actually, we had a Shopify store, no Amazon, um, no retail presence. And we were pretty focused actually on selling that to the college students, um, that we, that were around us. And we also, um, we actually did end up selling to sort of local retailers near our college and we would engage with the repeat customers at those stores to, to learn. Um, but we got, we ended up getting a lot of insight through Shopify. It was a pretty low level of revenue, but we had a lot of customers to, to talk to, um, and to sort of ask what they liked about it, get feedback. Um, and yeah, so, uh, I, I don't, I don't know exactly know what, like what switch flip that made us realize coffee. Um, except we, we were hearing from a lot of people that when they would take our product alongside their cup of coffee in the morning, they would feel really sharp and really clear. Um, probably that was due to the L-theanine that we included in, in the capsule and, you know, caffeine and theanine is a pretty, um, prominent nootropic combination. So yeah, I think that, that was what sort of uh, catalyzed us to think, Oh, let's actually create a product that we can add, add directly to coffee. Absolutely. So then you pivot, you shift, and you guys relaunched about six months ago. How have things been since then? Uh, really good. Yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, our big indicator is uh, repeat. So we like for us, like we, we know that the product works when we've actually established a ritual for somebody. It, you know, we, the ingredients we use are ingredients you should take for your lifetime. They're not just like you know, for, like most health interventions. It's not something you do once and then have a sustained, um, like you know, years long benefit. Um, something where the impact and the benefits accumulate. Um, so with our product, I mean, there is that immediate effect where you're like, you feel really good and you feel really sharp. But then, you know, ultimately we want to, we want to establish habits so people can benefit from this stuff over years. Um, so our repeat rate has been sort of exactly what we were hoping for. We see customers come back like, like every single month, like clockwork, our subscriber numbers are a pretty high proportion of our total customers. So, um, yes, it's going well. I think, um, you know, basically, uh, when it comes to any kind of sales, the, the, the kind of physics of business is that, or that you know, you, you ultimately you produce transactions. Those transactions go and feed um, uh, feed the ability to basically reconstruct the um, the the precursors to those transactions. So you kind of got this like circular causality where the the sort of final event of the customer purchasing it is what enables you to do all the setup to that purchase. So you, then you can sustain yourself over time. Obviously, if you're like taking a loss, it means that you're not, the transaction is not actually um, sufficient to help you regenerate the setup to produce that transaction. Um, and so anyways, you know, that, that, that whole thing is kind of composed of various aspects of your funnel. You've got like the awareness, you've got the conversion funnel, you've got the retention. Um, and I think so far what we've seen is conversion's good, retention's good. Now we need to really drive much more awareness. So much more top of funnel activity. Um, we've been pretty minimal on our spend so far and it's been predominantly Amazon that we're, that where we're selling. Uh, but now I think it's basically time for us to tell the world that we exist. Um, and then hopefully what we see is that, um, you know, the, the same 
success we've seen on conversion or retention with the subset of people that have already tried it, we hope that that scales to a much broader audience. Well, I wish you all the success with that. Um, now, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think would resonate with our audience? Well, I guess, you know, I'll take the opportunity to talk a little bit about branding, um, if that's all right. It's something that's very top of mind for me right now. Absolutely. Um, cool. Okay, cool. So I guess let, let me actually return to the physics of, uh, of business idea again a little bit. Um, so uh, the question basically is, if you, if, you, if you don't yet have a company that exists, what are the kind of conditions under which the company could exist? And obviously, you've got like the actual core of the product. So like the like what's inside the package, and then you've got the package, and then you've got the touch point with the consumer, which involves not only the package you're showing, but all the messaging around it, um, you know, however they're hearing about it, all the stuff that goes into that. Um, and I used to kind of, I've always kind of, um, I, I, well, I should say, yeah, I, I used to not appreciate just how important the branding aspect of it is. I kind of thought that that was just like, you know, you were just dressing up something, but the the, the actual sort of the actual powder was the, was the relevant stuff, not the package. Um, and, but then I, I sort of realized that the, the brand is how you can um, kind of uh, firm up in somebody's mind exactly what's happening and why, why they should sort of repeatedly engage with what you're doing, how they can understand it so that they expect the right sort of, sorts of things. And um, we've recently done some branding exercises that I find super helpful. Um, th there's one exercise where you kind of try and assess your DNA so you figure out whether at your core, you're a missionary, a mechanic, or a mother. And the missionary is focused on changing the world in a particular way. Uh, the mechanic is very focused on product. So it's all about what's in it and you know, how do you, like, how, how, does that, how do all the pieces fit together, basically? Um, and then the mother is focused on the customer. And so the mother basically goes to the customer and learns as much as possible before kind of making product decisions. And um, so, I, I, well, I think that's a super helpful framework and it's, it's one that you can use almost as a prism for making other decisions. Um, I think this kind of, and I, I think ultimately it's not a decision as much as it is a, an exercise in reverse engineering your motivations. So you kind of ask yourself like, why am I doing this? Like, you know, what, what constitutes success in my mind? And, you know, if it's like, I've got a happy customer, then you're the mother. If it's like, I changed the world, you're the missionary. And if it's like, I created this product and it, it, it exists now, then you're the mechanic. And uh, life stacks, we, we've discovered that we are definitely the mechanic. Like we obsess over what goes into the formulation. Um, you know, we read as much as possible about all the ingredients. And one thing that's interesting about the mechanic is that they will create a product um, without necessarily knowing what the audience is yet. So they've got such a high confidence that they can create a good product that they kind of uh, punt on some of those other aspects until later. Um, and that's that's been how we've gone. Like we developed the capsule and then we found customers. Um, you know, we learn something from the customers and then we developed a new product and then we found customers. Um, and uh, I guess one other aspect of the mechanic is that they invest a lot in R&D and they are obsessed with new products as well. And so I guess I'll say, um, you know, whether or not our coffee creamer sounds like something that your audience would love, um, just stay tuned because we're going to have a lot of cool stuff in the future. Absolutely. And if they want to stay tuned or they want to check out the coffee creamer that already exists, where should they go? Uh, yeah, thank, thanks so much. Uh, well, we've got a website, lifestacks.com. Um, and yeah, that, that will definitely stay up, up to date with new products. Um, and you know, you can get our, our creamer through that website and then we're also on Amazon and that's 
where we're doing most of our business right now, but you, you can't go wrong either way. Absolutely. Um, and for to find us on Amazon, just type Livestacks. Awesome. I'll make sure to link to the website in the show notes. Zach, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. I'm so sure that we'll chat soon again. Yeah. Thanks so much, Chase. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io. Until next time.